Hello, welcome to the Spurda 2016 podcast. It's Northern Ireland 3, San Marino 0, the minimum probably we could have expected from that, I would say. I'm Andy Bell, I'm joined by Dave Dunning and I'm uh, joined by Ben Harshaw as well. Um, Dave, not getting carried away, it's uh, it's San Marino, all the caveats in the world, but I've booked my flights to the USA, Canada and Mexico in 2026. Oh, definitely. We'll probably win it. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Do you know what? It was nice. It, we looked good. It's two goals in the first kind of 10 minutes, I think, isn't it? Um, lovely, lovely finish um, from Smith for the first one. Michael O'Neill's going to hate that, isn't he? Oh, God, he has to play him now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, a really good, a really good pick out for the second goal. And then, you know, the goal he has chopped off. I, I reckon Michael O'Neill drew the lines for the. For <laughs> he <that> probably <laughs> did. He probably did. He probably run it up to the VAR with a bit brown envelope or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, do you know it was great. It was good. Got to see some some guys that we normally get to see. I think you know McGinnis gets his McGinnis gets his goal. Um, and yeah, it is it is the bare it's the bare minimum you have to expect. And then you look at the group and it's like two wins from those other five games, and you're absolutely in the mix. Just two wins from those other five games, and you're absolutely there. So, yeah, I think as fine as it was, the start of the second half was hilariously awful. Like, it really was. I think with Jordan Thompson crossing a ball behind the goal, which he somehow got a corner for, then resulted the worst corner kick taken in the history of the sport. It's interesting that was your your favourite moment, Dave. Mine was the one where Lewis passed it out for a, goal, for a, that for was, a corner. That was where I was coming to next, yeah. actually, yeah. It was the worst corner taken and the worst corner conceded <laughs> in the history of the game inside about five minutes. So that entertained me. The, 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 also... Another part that was good when uh, when Paul Smith tried to play the short corner and just shanked it out of play. And I just thought, like, it's as well he's the only one who's he's actually shown something. Honestly. If that was um, Savile, I think the ground would have gone off. <laughs> yeah. Craig and filling all the gaps with saying things like, Dan Ballard didn't use his arm as a weapon. Like, he's like he's something out of Terminator 2. And he's just going to turn his arm into a giant, a giant, a giant knife or something. When he, uh, when he said, it's hard to describe for our viewers back home, um, from a match he was presenting from Belfast, by the way, uh, it's hard to represent to represent for viewers back home. But the rain is the rain is coming sideways. I'm like, you, you've 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 represented that pretty accurately, as, as far as I can see, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, <know>. yeah, <laughs> and also like the actual visual images on the television. Yeah, supported supported that pretty well. So there was some fun to be had in that regard too, you know. Because like, let's be honest, that's this is what this game was. It was a dead rubber, a damp squib, whatever, you know, all of the terms that you want to use for. And look, it's nice to play well. It's nice to score some goals. But like they are literally statistically the worst international team on the planet. Isn't that correct? They're the lowest ranked international team in existence. And there's some pretty bad international teams out there. So realistically. Yes, us. (laughs) Well, Yeah. So three <laughs> 0 it's it's not bad. It's nice to see Price and um uh Marshall come on and, and, and have a bit of an impact. Um uh who gets the third goal? Ah oh, yes, McMenamin comes McMenamin. on, gets his gets his um gets his first goal for first country, which was nice as well. So yeah, just a honestly, like it's one step away from a friendly, let's be honest, is what it was. And yeah, we, we got we got what we deserved. I think, and you know, the atmosphere represented the the stakes. 
of the game, which were like basically none. So, yeah, nice way to fill a Saturday afternoon, I suppose. Yeah, I had a big sad look at the group this morning as well, just seeing Kazakhstan going to Denmark tonight on 12 points. I think it's Slovenia and Denmark on 13, Finland and yeah, Kazakhstan one on 12. Point separates the top four, yeah. and then there's us. That's just like we should we should be up there. And like you don't even need to be that much better to be up there as well. Um, but there's no point crying about it now. We'll talk about the, the game itself, Ben. Like Paul Smith, I think in in so far as you can take your chance against San Marino at home, certainly, certainly grasps his opportunity. His his, his first goal is a sensational finish. And the second one, it not only is it a is it an unbelievable touch to to lift it over the keeper and into the net, it's also like even though it's not quite it's not quite right. It's an amazingly bent run as well around the corner. And like it is difficult because San Marino, all they do in training is is they defend with eleven players. So a couple of times their line is absolutely shocking tonight. But he does he does he does break that with a really, really intelligent run to get back in behind. Unfortunately he's just he's just a shoulder offside. Um but he gets the assist for the second goal as well. So, you know, he, he could easily come away from that first half with, with two goals and an assist. And even though it's against San Marino, it was a it was a really impressive performance from him, I thought. Yeah, no, he, he was brilliant. Um in in that first half. Um the run, the run is very clever, as you say. Um, you know, if if, if that's somebody else we're, we're we're hearing about it, you know, if that's Mbappe making a run like that, like granted, you're not making it against the best class of and we we always have to kind of make this caveat with San Marino, not against the best defenders in the world, but worst worst defenders got, in the world, Ben, in fact. Well, yeah, yeah, worst, worst defenders in the world, yeah. Fair enough. I know although the ones that uh, the ones that don't make it into their squad are probably probably <laughs> slightly worse, but yeah. Um but yeah, no, so uh, you know, he's taking his chance at the end of the day. Yes, you can only beat what's in front of you, blah, 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 all that. But he, he was enthusiastic. He wasn't afraid to try anything. He looked like a player, a confident player, which, let's be honest, uh, a Northern Ireland player being confident is not something that we're overly familiar with of late. Um, so, yeah, no, it was really, really good. The the, the second goal is absolutely class. The first goal is brilliant too, but the second goal is absolutely class. The run, um, the actual the build-up play beforehand, um, even knocking the ball around before it gets to Johnny, and it is a class ball over from Johnny Evans. Um and, and a great finish reminded me a little bit of uh Hilly's, I think it was his third against Spain. Um and uh, having said that he was chipping Casillas, um, which is slightly harder, I would say, than uh I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even pretend I know the name of the goalkeeper for some reason. I was I was gonna but, say uh, like the, the comparison as well to the assist Johnny Evans got last month for Man United where he pretty much plays that exact same ball to Bruno Fernandez and today was in at Paul Smith, but it's probably some really decent finishes, albeit one stood. Yeah, yeah. No, so I mean, at the end of the day, all Paul Smith can go out, all any of those players who do is go out there, take care of the job and, and be professional and hopefully build a little confidence. Um, And and he's, he's got the shirt for me for Tuesday, without a doubt. I mean, you go out there and you put in a performance like that, um, albeit tailed off a little bit, as did as did the team in the second half, start of the second half. Um, But there's 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 no reason why the shirt isn't his now to to, to build on and, and that's on the back of a couple of decent performances coming off the bench in the in the last uh, games as well. So yeah, no pleasing. It, it's it's a pleasing all around. I'm pleased for Connor getting his goal. Uh, you know he's he's come into international football. He's he, he's played really well. He's acquitted himself well. Worked hard. Um and he, he you know he's been close to a goal in a couple of occasions. Maybe missed the odd chance, but you know started well at St Mirren and, and and gets gets the goal he deserves. Yeah, definitely, Dave. There's there's probably no point in talking about anything other than than the young players, really. Um, even at that, even even with the young players, we can't read too much into it. But 
Smith was obviously brilliant. I, I thought Deal Taylor without loads coming off for him today, you could just see how he was absolutely busting his balls to score. Um, you can tell he's absolutely desperate to get a goal for his country. Like the one in the first half where, uh, where he puts in, but he's he's a decent couple of yards offside. Like, I don't know if he's, he's, he's miles ab- offside. He's, he's miles offside, but he's off. absolutely gutted when he sees the flag. Like he's no awareness of what was around him. Um, he obviously has a, a better chance in the in the second half, which he probably should do better with, but he does well to anticipate it. So I thought he was tenacious, although possibly didn't show himself as quite ready for certainly being thrown into a game like a Slovenia yet. Um, and Callum Marshall, without actually having a chance, quite impressed me. Just some of his some of his touches. He, he seems to me like a very instinctive player, um, especially around the box. There's one where he nearly just heads cushions perfectly into the pass uh, into the path of I think it's Washington. Um, and I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit more of him. Actually, I was hoping he might start because he seems like someone who's um who's got a real goal scoring instinct or can can create a chance sort of out of nothing just by being a little bit bitty. Um, whether Michael O'Neill thinks he has the physical capacity yet to start an international game, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, I, I think the two of them certainly didn't do their chances any harm. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit of either of them on Tuesday night at some point as well. Yeah, Taylor. The times I've seen Taylor, he's come on kind of left hand side, hasn't he? Um, yeah. So it was interesting to see him through the middle. I thought he was. I thought he was fine. Uh, yes, he's yards offside for his goal. It's a not a great finish. It's I don't I don't think he really knows what what way he wants to finish that chance. He kind of I don't know what he does, but it's not very good. Um, and then for some reason he's like playing centre half at times, which I thought was absolutely insane. Um, so yeah, look, it's a, it's another option there. Um, and yes, I think Marshall, I I think. I think he's quite exciting, yeah, to be honest. Um, you know, I don't want to get carried away, but I obviously will. And and shouts for like Ballon d'Or in like twenty thirty <laughs> and things like that are obvious. Um, but I think he's unlucky with the diving header, isn't it? That that rebounds off Price's running shot. I think it's him mm. that that has that chance again. Just like you say, Andy, just really instinctive because it, it absolutely flies back off the keeper, and he manages to get really good purchase on it. And he's just unlucky. It, it hits the keeper anywhere else on target and it's in the net. So, yeah, I think it's interesting because we've got Smith, we've got McGuinness starts kind of, McGuinness starts with the left-hand side, I guess, doesn't he? Um, or does I he? I think him and Taylor are doing a, a bit of... It's a, yeah, it's a weird there. sort of a thing, yeah. Um, so, does O'Neill know what his best forward line is i think he probably has absolutely no idea who he wants to play at all um do we see more of the you know washington throw him in the mix as well Shane lavery isn't isn't involved at the minute dion charge is probably sitting there going for crying out loud if i'm ever going to get a goal it was going to be today and you haven't given me any minutes at all so you know i don't think he knows who his least bad forwards are and which ones he wants to start we're going to see the kind of price number 10 ish diddly thing with with somebody ahead of him on tuesday night again don't know um but yeah i think it would be it would be nice to see marshall because i think in the last in the last um last international break i think he's injured isn't he? he's not available he's not in the he's squad, not the squad anyway yeah yeah i think he's injured so 
yeah, I think he's done, he's done his chances no harm in, in the minutes that he's played, both, you know, when he comes on and scores that international goal against Denmark, that nobody's going to forget, says Stephen Cragen. But if he scores today, he might just forget it all of a sudden, which, again, just <laughs> the Craganisms were just probably the thing that kept me awake during the second half. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, I would like to see something a bit more settled but i think you've got options there to change the game in forward areas which i think is something that we have like never ever had albeit we're not quite sure how good some of these players maybe really are yeah and that's exciting and that's better than knowing that they're crap ben i think um you know callum marshall yeah he he just he just does seem exciting to me um you know the the goal in denmark it, it is like it is scrappy but it's it is instinctive it's you don't see mcginnis McGuinness just doesn't score that goal even even out of luck, for example. And there's there's loads that, that McGuinness gives us that Callum Marshall doesn't and possibly never will, looking like looking at the size and stature of him, and that's absolutely fine. But yeah, it is exciting to possibly see someone who is uh is could could be a goal scorer for us. He scored and I know it's the Premier League too, and I know it's the under twenty ones, but he scored twelve goals in nine in nine games this season for West Ham under twenty ones. Um and you know, that is he he was voted the the best player in that division in September and it's like you can't really do any more than be the best player in the league that you're playing at and if that's the league just down below the, the Premier League then that is exciting you know 12 goals in 9 games is impressive like it is really impressive and there are plenty of players like you know for example Dave you'll, like, you'll know this Harry Wilson never really got a kick for Liverpool but always scored an outrageous number of goals in that division and he's just he's gone and made a, a career for himself in the Championship and then into the Premier League and it's been a a very solid player for Wales and, and will probably get 50, 60 caps for Wales. If we can get that out of Callum Marshall with double figures goals in his international career, again, massively jumping the gun there. He could he could get an injury. We could never see him again. Fingers crossed that doesn't happen. But I'm I'm most excited about him, I think, of, of the young players coming through. Yeah, no, I've been very excited. I'm obviously, as you know, I'm a West Ham fan, so I've watched quite a lot of our under-21 games. Um, as well as last season when we won the uh, FA Cup and he scored in the final and the semi-final. Um, and most of his, as you just said, instinctive is exactly what it is. He doesn't take time. He doesn't wait. He, you know, he's he's willing to put that shot away, um, which is something that we need. Whereas I, I feel sometimes we've, we've been a bit hesitant or we've not wanted to miss the chance where he, he seems instinctive and just wanting to take that chance. Um, you know, he was on the bench for us in the Europa League uh, last week or week before. And, you know, didn't come on, but even even that from where he, where he's come from, from Linfield, um, and then playing in the under 18s last season to being on the bench in the Europa League, especially for a manager like David Moyes who doesn't like doesn't use young players very lightly. Let's just say, um, you know, obviously he sees something there and rates him. So yes, I'm I'm excited about him. I feel like he's the type of player, certainly now with his stature and stuff. I don't feel that being up front by his own by himself is going to utilize him. Um, I feel that. You know, he's the type of player that could be playing off almost like what we did. Where 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 Feeney, um, sorry, Dave, for using that word, but um, Feeney and um, you know, we we sort of win the ball and and Healy would feed off the scraps and stuff, um, or or similar to the the big man, little man, with Lafferty as well. So I feel I feel that I feel that if he's used in the right way, he's gonna. I, I bold prediction, but I think he he. Over time, if stays fit, as you said, we'll push David Haley's record as top goal scorer for Northern Ireland. That's, that's how excited I am. Um, certainly would. I think I'd shake hands on that right now. Um, Dave, some of the players that don't start today, you've already mentioned Dion Charles. I was disappointed not to see at least some of them today. Connor McMenamin, 
certainly you wouldn't think that's a selection based off merit, but rather a little bit of horses for courses. And I think Michael O'Neill's doing loads of horses for courses at the minute. You know, there's always a, a name thrown in there that you really don't expect to be in the team. It's Kennedy in Slovenia. It's Josh McGuinness tonight. Um, you know, there's there's players who, who come in, play well, and then are out of the team for the next game. And like, for example, Paul Smith comes on and and, and, and you, you wouldn't even be surprised him not to, uh, to see him not start on Tuesday night for whatever reason, whatever the manager has seen. And Michael knows a lot more about football and watches a lot more football than any of the three of us do or the three of us combined even do. So do you think it was a case of like Charles and McManaman possibly held back for Tuesday night? Um, and, and, and a case of just giving them minutes. And there's obviously loads he has to think about with regards to minutes at club level as well. So I'm not sure. It's, I'd certainly like to see, uh, you know, if it was a, if it was a front three of, say Smith, Charles and McManaman on Tuesday. I think that would be my ideal front three. I'm not sure if if you think he that's something that's realistic. Yeah. Well just before we go into that, I would just like to say I got to see what Brody Spencer looks like tonight, who gets like shouts every single international break to why is Brody Spencer not playing? Well, there we are, everybody. I'm, I'm pretty sure he, he started against Kosovo. One of you possibly might have been on the post-match podcast, but we'll never worry about ah, that. Well, it's, <laughs> if it was an evening game, this is likely I was drunk. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dave from Lyons only allowed on 2 p.m. kickoffs or earlier. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, so, um, what was the question? Um, oh, yeah, three, okay. From three. Yeah, yeah. Well, Charles McManaman held back. It's an interesting one. I think that I would say only so interesting. Had... I forgot the question. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, he, I think O'Neill probably has his two 11s picked for both games, like two or three days ago. Whether he allows that plan to be influenced by performances from the previous game, I would actually doubt it. I think you need to do something really specifically special and Paul Smith might just have done that and that's maybe why he's withdrawn as early as he is and I think he's certainly given the manager something to think about but you know the fact that Dion Charles gets no minutes at all I would say he's probably nailed on to start I think you'll probably see Price for example I think I mentioned that earlier because he has been his go-to in these games and look it's not like O'Neill generally just to abandon you know, a, a process. We've seen them take times, time previously to get things right and be afforded the time to get things right. So I think he'll, I think from everything we've seen of him, he'll have the courage of his convictions to go forward with what he thinks is best. And I doubt that individual performances will influence him that much. So in short, yes, I think definitely today's selection was in mind to who will be starting on on Friday or Tuesday, sorry, but whether some of those guys have done enough to push their way into his thoughts, um, to deviate from that plan, who knows? I don't. You think he's at least saying to them, you know, you can push your way into the squad. How much you actually have to do, as you say, to push your way into that, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. I think you've got to give players that incentive, right? You've yeah. got to. Otherwise, you know, like literally, otherwise players just stop showing up for it. Well, it's a, it's a it's a it's a societal thing. It's not just a football thing. You need an incentive to to want to play well or to want yeah, to do and well. So. Totally, and the culture in the squad has got to be such of a meritocracy, a meritocracy, so to speak. You know, it's it's got to be there. But I think we know from O'Neill as well. There will be certain players that will just bang. He has his he has his guys, and they will start whatever 
whatever the whatever the weather. Again, Savile's another one, doesn't kick a ball yeah. today. Expect him to walk straight back in for, yeah. for Tuesday night as well. Especially when McNair suspended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so look, God, we're going to have to see Jordan Thompson again. That means, doesn't it? Christ. <laughs> right. Okay. So, yeah, I think, I think there's, there's, there's got to be a car. And I think the manager has, the manager has got to, I think, show the squad that if you play well, you will be given the opportunities. You know, I think Paul Smith, if he doesn't start him on Tuesday night, I think that sends a bit of a message to the rest of the guys to say, see, to be honest, it doesn't really matter what you do because I'm going to pick these guys for the big games anyway. And that's not really something that you want to, you, you, that's not a message you really want to translate through the squad, I don't think. No, and we, we haven't exactly had plenty of amazing individual performances across this campaign, um, which means that you can't do that. And we've, we've got plenty of Nations League games come up as well, plus another doubleheader of this, plus friendlies. You know, you've got at least 10 totally. or 11. But Andy, here's the other thing, right? You expect McMenamin's held back because he's going to start right-hand side and he comes on and he scores. So, yeah. you know, yeah, we'll see. But McMenamin's well, M- M- played a little bit of left side as well for Northern Ireland, doesn't he? Um, he can play off either, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I, I was pleased. I was pleased that uh, that he changed the goalkeeper today in terms of showing the squad that, that, that there's no guaranteed starters. You know, the only guaranteed starters are, are fit Steve Davis um, of, of a couple of years ago and, and a Johnny Evans. Other than that, there's been nobody that has been consistent enough or commanding enough to, to have that shirt be theirs. I mean, Bailey's performances haven't been what they were at the very start of late um so so i think it's important that we're encouraging other players like connor hazard who has turned up time and again um and is now playing regularly and and is playing well by by all accounts um so i was played by that now i i expect bailey to come back in again uh, on on tuesday if you couldn't judge connor on today at all given given that he had absolutely nothing um to do other than take the odd goal kick but but no i was pleased that he got got that encouragement um because he, he seems to be a decent goalkeeper as well, um, and and, and it's well, important for us at the to higher know. level, Ben, as well. He's playing. In, oh yeah, he's playing. There's no, he's playing there's in, no doubt in the championship, that. and uh, that's a higher level than the, the, the Danish Super League. Um, and you know, even compared to last season, Bailey wasn't even getting a game in the championship. So, and I think Peacock Farrell is still in a hole somewhere that he dug for himself after the other week when he like literally kicked the ball into his own net <laughs> when he, he rugby tackled the fella. Yeah, yeah, the ground over. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like. <laughs> He's not having a great time of it at the minute, Peacock Farrell. And yeah. maybe this is, you know, if he's going to give an, if he's going to give another goalkeeper an opportunity, this is this is the ideal time. Yeah. Well, he 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 wasn't having a great time at club level for quite a while, but he was his international performances were saving him, and I think now the international performances started the dip. Again, wasn't the only one, but I think it changes. It's probably right there, and you know, he, he certainly hasn't he certainly hasn't earned the right to be untouchable. I think Bailey. He's he's done some good things. He's had some credit in the bank, but he hasn't he hasn't qualified us for anything. You know, it, it's not like Kyle Lafferty where he sort of lived off that uh, that campaign for a fair few years. Um, you know, I think Bailey has to sort of swallow his medicine here, and I don't know what type of character he is. This this could be exactly what he's doing, um, but swallow his medicine and fight his way back in because uh, because you know he's he's never quite been at the level where it's it's shocking or disgraceful that he should be dropped. 
um, even after a bit of bad form. So yeah, that was actually my next question to you, Ben. So I think we've sorry about that. No, you're absolutely fine. It just means we can finish the podcast earlier and get in the drink. Um, which is nice, which Dave's buzzing about because he's been angling to finish this podcast since before it even started, since before you actually joined the call, Ben. So um I just I, I just really, wanted... I was hoping you weren't gonna show up and we could just bend it off, Ben, to be honest. <laughs> You're hoping the game is gonna be called off because <laughs> <laughs> yeah right so we'll finish it off with a question to both of you please um, so we've got Slovenia home Finland away Denmark home from the last three games we can't finish this group on six points we can't finish it in six points it's really embarrassing um, so how many points from those three games are we going to get Ben one and when's it going to come it's going to come Tuesday night. Tuesday yeah, night against Slovenia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dave? None. Zero. We will finish at six points. It'll oh, be no. absolutely awful. But look, I, I think we, we said it at, at the top of the pod. No, I don't know. I think, I don't know what's going on in the Denmark game at the minute, but these teams... Uh, it doesn't start for three minutes, but go ahead. All right, so nothing then, right? <laughs> nothing. Those, these, 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 teams are, these teams are separated by... By one point, these four teams, yeah, they have everything to play for, absolutely yeah. everything to play for. Yeah, that's fair. And you know, Windsor Park or no Windsor Park, it's not exactly going to be rocking on Tuesday night. I know I'd be going straight from work and probably thinking, why am I bothering? Any chance anybody can take this ticket off me? And I'm sure there'll be other people that are going to be the same. Um, so yeah, the only way I can see us picking up any points at all here as if one of these sides, the nerves get the better of them um, because they are so close to qualification and maybe they just, you know, fill their trunks. Yeah, well, that's what Italy do, isn't it? Yeah, you know, so yeah, this, this is it. So look, let's wait and see, but see, to be honest, I have very, very, very low expectations and um, I'm going to manage myself uh, accordingly for the next few games. Yeah, and and final no, question: no. Should we should we start playing at Casement Park just to get used for it? And until twenty twenty, no, I'm joking, right? Yeah, um, you can all switch off the podcast now because it's nearly finished. But uh, right, I, I think, think Croke Park would be good. I think we're going. I don't know if you. I don't know if you've ever been to Croke Park, but it's absolutely amazing. I have, I've driven past it. it have you not been? I'm shocked I to hear that. that. I know you're, you're <laughs> shocked to hear Rangers fan has never been there. Yeah, yeah, no comment. It's absolutely <laughs> class. It's unreal. Um, but yeah, there you go. Yes, uh, let's. Yep. Do you know what? We might be better at Gaelic if we just did it instead. That might be one way we'll win something. I don't know. I mean, if, if you're what's, like, your twi- what's your Twitter again? <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll clip um, that one up. Yeah, at um, Jamie Bryson CPNI2028.com. I think we're gonna have four points by the way. I think we're gonna beat one of these two teams at home. Which oh, Denmark? I think we're going to be Denmark. 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 They're going to fill their bills. I think they're going to they're going to come to Windsor Park needing to win. It's going to be one each. They're going to get a corner. Casper Schmeichel is going to come up, and we're going to we're going to hit them in the break. We're going to win two one. How funny That's would that be? Very specific. Did Did Italy do that? Did Italy send their keeper up at nil nil? I seem to remember us having a big chance, and we fluffed it, even though the, the keeper wasn't in the net. I don't remember that, but no. Anyway. Yeah, four points. So we're going to end on 10. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Andy, go and watch the rugby. We're good at that. 
that'll that'll help ease your pain. I know. I'm gonna go and watch the rugby despite having no interest and not understanding the the sport, which to all intents and purposes to me seems really counterintuitive. But then everything yeah. Northern Ireland seemed to do seems counterintuitive as well. So it looks like a Northern Ireland don't understand the sport of football. So you know, yeah, that's we're fine. all in the same boat here. It's Maybe nobody understands anything from this country, yeah. and that's why we're crap at everything. Yeah, except rioting. Except rioting. Yeah, yeah. But we don't understand why we're rioting either. We just do. No, we don't need to understand True. why. We just need to be good at it. Yeah, yeah. Fine. All right. Thank- Thank you very much, Dave. Thank you very much, Ben. That's been your Bruce Marino podcast where we've uh, talked very little about the football. But yeah, we'll be back after Tuesday night. So do tune into that for uh, for the one or three of the four points we're going to get at the end of this qualification campaign. All right. Thank you very much. See you later. Bye-bye.